Hello, Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Be Great, Be Kind, Steve Kim Experience Podcast, episode number seven. I'm so, so excited when I think about kind people, genuine people, amazing people. Um, Khadija, you're like among the top, right? It's very, very difficult to find people like Khadija in this world, which is why I've been trying so hard to get you on the podcast and you keep ignoring me, even though we're friends, which has been amazing um, and stuff. But I'm so, so excited to have you here. A little bit of a backstory is Khadija and I used to be colleagues, uh, teaching partners. And for some reason, she was a little like weary of me i don't know what yeah i've been thinking yeah i think you were kind of like oh that's steve like and doing his thing and stuff but anyways uh after i can't even remember how we started talking it must have been food or something definitely food yeah the fast food club wheel whatever it was but um i quickly realized just how amazing and phenomenal uh you are and khadija is not just a teacher she's a mother uh a wife a daughter she's just a phenomenal person and She's the recipient of the North Star Award, not once, but twice. Wow. Right? And the North Star Award is nominated by staff in the school that you work at. Um, And really what it is, the premise of the North Star Award is you nominate someone who changes the climate of the school in a positive way. So you are the recipient twice of the North Star Award. So, Nominated by you once. By me, but 100%, right? 100%. And I'm so happy for you to be here just to kind of have a discussion, speak your truth and everything. Uh, so welcome. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> um, I think I'm so excited because I've been watching these po- sorry, listening to these podcasts, and I love what you're doing. So the fact that you're giving me space to share my story as well yeah. is very humbling. So yeah. thank you for having me. Ah, here. thanks so much. So let's get right into it. So Khadija, tell us a little bit about your journey, like your upbringing, your childhood. Where were you born? Okay, so I am a second generation Tanzanian. My parents are from Tanzania. I was born in Tanzania, but we came here when I was three years old. Okay. I am the youngest daughter of two older, uh, sorry, I have two older siblings, two brothers. Um, I am a mother, you shared that, and that has been the most amazing experience. Um, I have a daughter who's six years old, but I say she's going on 16, and you know what that's about, right? Um, And I'm, like you said, an educator who actually advocates for social justice because I think that is so important and so huge in our schools right now. Um, About my immigrant experience, my parents were um, wealthy people in Tanzania, and they made huge sacrifices like many of our parents do, mm-hmm. for a better a better life, a better future. So um, they packed up everything. They sacrificed huge, huge um, business ventures that they were on, and we came to Canada in 1990. Wow. Um, there was a huge struggle because my mom was on her own. Um, my dad was going back and forth trying to maintain some sort of his business back home. Yeah. So my mom sort of did probably for most of my childhood that I can remember, it on her own and she will tell you raising three kids in a country that's foreign oh is gosh. not easy yeah so um you know you talk about being a daughter that's something that i'm i'm holding on to my family values because um i can i can remember those sacrifices and i can remember the struggles so i try so hard to be the best daughter that i can be and you are oh. you are and a shout out to Kadija's mom and dad hi mom dad um they're amazing people 
they're fantastic. I love your family. You know I do. Um, so that's that's quite the journey, right? That 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 concept or the 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 essentially just packing everything up and moving to a country, just complete unknown, right? Totally, right? totally. And like, I I, think... can I ask, like, could you do that? Could you do that now, like, for your own child? Like, it's it's. I, I think I... about this too. Like, I have a very similar story as well, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I could do that. You know what I think it is? Circumstance. You don't realize the strength that you can harvest until the situation comes. Yeah. So I would like to think that if that happened and I needed to, needed, yeah, I could. Yeah. But um, you know, thinking about my daughter, like she'll never understand no. being in a situation where parents are struggling. Mm-hmm. She'll not. She'll not understand that. So I find myself uh, consciously making sure she understands it by telling her those stories how though it's one thing like as a teacher we understand this like there's one thing to do like it's it's one thing to like say something to someone and have them hopefully understand it but then release like an experience upon them because it the experiential learning is far greater than just me telling you something right because it's funny because my friend was like you know what the, the idea of helicopter parents is old school where like you're always around your kid just making sure everything's okay but he gave he told me this he's like the concept now is lawnmower parents in that we actually pave the path for our children so that they have no obstacles or struggles right and i was like oh man that's crazy like it's so yeah i think that's our generation that's what we do we're but trying to the pave the time, path i'm trying to be weary that i don't want her to have like a very um Black for lack of better words, a cushy life. Like I do want her to understand that her experiences are going to be very different to what my experiences were, but that there's still people in yeah. the world yeah. who will she will come across who've had experiences that are totally different from hers. And how can she sort of um, show some empathy? So when you're talking about how do you really um, teach Zoya, like yeah. so how do you teach Zoya? Um, it's just through through modeling it for her because I think empathy, kindness, these are all great things. We talk about them. We know their importance. But like you said, it's not enough just to talk to them about it. It's really giving them situations where they can use it, where yeah. they can actually feel it. Yeah. And that's, I think, the biggest thing that attracted me to you when we met for the first time at school. It's just... You were such a huge proponent of doing right and social justice. The whole empathy piece is, is tremendous and it's so important. Um, but some, but I struggle. I struggle like allowing sometimes my kids to fail, right? We don't, we don't want that, but it's the best learning opportunity, right? A hundred percent. And I think it's super important that we, like you talked about, set things up so that, you know what? They fall on their face sometimes. And the greatest learning is how they pick themselves back up. 100%. By having them see us do that, right? Yeah. So I think that's really, really important. So I'm like remembering, you know, um, probably two two summers ago, maybe three now, um, we went to Tanzania and it was our like my first time going back with Zoya. Yeah. And she was so in awe because of what life looked like. And yeah. she had no concept yeah. <laughs> of just different lifestyle, different culture. So, you know, trying to instill in her that, yeah, you are Canadian yeah. first and foremost, yeah. but you have some Tanzanian values that you need to adhere to too. Okay. And, um, you know, when she started seeing the kids playing with toys that were different than what 
she had ever seen because their toys really are sticks and rocks. Yeah. She wanted to do things, right? She wanted to purchase things and give oh give gosh. to them. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like that kids young as five, four, yeah. innately know to do good. Yeah. But somewhere along the line, they may sometimes forget it. But we as the adults need to keep bringing them back to that. And it's so true. Like we have the greatest impact on, on our own children through what we do. Not necessarily by what we say, but what we do, because they watch everything that we do. So I want to share just one thing, because Jordan's been on this kick about a lemonade stand, lemonade stand, lemonade stand. Like, just thinking about this, right? And I'm like, let's do it. In the summer, let's go. Let's We'll set up camp at a park and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, what are we going to charge? Like, we talked about materials and kind of the business analysis, right? And she's like, you know, we'll do whatever, 50 cents or a dollar a cup. And she's like, you know, we can add some fresh fruit because it's healthy. And I'm like, what are we going to do with all the money that we make? She's like, like, without skipping a beat, she's like, daddy, I'm going to donate it all to sick kids. How amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, like, it, I get Good chills time. thinking about it now. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like, we're going to push hard on this because now she sees that, right? She grew up knowing that that's what we do. We help other people. And as a parent, that's my, I love it. It's like, that's my legacy, right? Totally. And so it's, it's tremendous. So what you're doing is fantastic. Thank is you. Is ultimately. So let me ask you, I think I know the answer to this, but what's your greatest accomplishment in your life? Greatest, it's a big question. Big question. It is, but I gotta say without hesitation, it's becoming a mother. Yeah. Biggest accomplishment ever. To think that um, you have the opportunity and the blessing, really, to um, steer a, to steer someone, yeah. and to um, just you know take them through life and be there for their highs and lows and yeah. the not so great moments. But at the end of the day, there's this person who loves you <laughs> unconditionally. Yeah, like you know. Yes, um, I'm married to my husband, who is the love of my life. But if you want to talk about unconditional love, doesn't that come through a child? Yes. It's amazing. You know what? I, I, I talk to a lot of other parents. but it's a, it's a different kind of love, I think. Right? Like, you're married to your spouse in absolutely, like, true love. We love them. But when you create a human being, it's just on a different level. Totally. Right? And so, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So let me ask you, what's your, what's your biggest struggle that you've ever had in your life? So as I times talk, being a mother, right? Like right, so. I was say, couldn't that be both? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. right? Yeah. I, I, you know, one of my friends just had a baby probably two weeks ago, and I remember writing her card saying, you know, welcome to the most joyful, but also the most painful yeah. um, part of your life. Yeah. Because it's a struggle. There's things that you want to provide, and sometimes you can't. And there's things that you want to do, and sometimes you can't. And you know, it's it's um it's it's a challenge as well. Yeah. So apart from being a mom, what's like a struggle that you remember growing up maybe? Something maybe in your professional career, in school, middle school, whatever. But something that was like, it, it was tough. It was tough. And I don't mean to put you on the spot, but it's these experiences shape who we are today. Totally. And you're just and a phenomenal person. So when I think about struggle, there's so many of them. How do we pinpoint that one struggle that sure. defines us? Yeah. For me, I believe all my struggles have led me to where I am now. And when I look back and reflect on those moments, I'm like, I can't believe that was a struggle then. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. at the end of that struggle, yeah. you feel so much stronger. Yeah. You feel so much more um, able to take on the next thing that's going to come your way. Yeah. But truthfully, if, we're, if I'm going to be truthful, 
um, you know, before I had Zoya, I did um, suffer a loss and, um, you know, I was pregnant and I gave birth to a stillborn. Huge, huge struggle for me, huge loss. Something that um, I think I'm still grieving to this day, right? And I get a little bit emotional when I talk about that because um, in the moment, you think this is going to this is going to shatter me. I am not going to get past this. Yeah. But I've come to a point now where Zoya talks to me about her sister. Yeah. And you know, what was my sister like? And yeah. there's questions that are asked from that. So I've grown from it definitely. Yeah. But um huge struggle there. Wow. I I didn't know. I didn't know. But that's that I can't even I can't even fathom that. I can't even process that. Um but you took took that you became stronger and you are able to talk about it. I, I don't think I'm, I would be strong enough to talk about that at all. So thank you. And that's so huge, right? The fact that um, we all share a story and we all have experiences. We all experience happiness and grief and loss. But a lot of times we hold on to that and we don't find, like I said earlier, space to share those stories. Our experiences may um, be the same, but our stories are unique, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. I like that. Our experiences I, are the same, but our stories are unique. Yeah. But if we find time to connect, yeah. how amazing is that? How did you pick yourself up from that? Like, uh, I'm pretty, I'll, I'll be brutally honest, that would, that would destroy me. That would destroy me. I think it's faith, right? So I, I think it's faith in that everything happens for a reason mm -hmm. um, and understanding that there's a bigger plan that as much as we think life is linear and that things are not going to happen to us or that we're invincible or that you know we can just coast yeah you learn yeah at some point that that's not true yeah right that there are there are bumps and some bumps are mountains and they're huge and yeah. at the moment you don't like you said you don't think that you're going to get past it yeah but with time, with great support systems, with um, you know people listening and 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 sh um, sharing their stories, understanding that you're not alone, yeah. you get picked up from that. And that's huge, right? Like as educators, well, former educator, current educator, we talk about mental health and and everything, and just being able to talk about it, right? This whole stigma of like, oh, you know, maybe you're suffering from this or that, but then people they they become ashamed of of it. But talking to people, building a community around that is very, very important, right? Totally. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Hold on. I got to. If you don't know, Khadijah, we refer to each other as brother and sis. We okay. do because we're like family. My Korean brother. <laughs> I love you. Okay, cool. So let's get right back into it. No, that's amazing. Honestly, like, thanks so much uh, for sharing that. That's pretty crazy. Um, so let me ask you, let's, let's talk about education. And nothing like, you know, like provocative or, you know, anything like that. But if you could give one piece of advice to your current students that you hope they would remember in 20 years time, what would it be? It's a tough question as an educator, right? It is because you want to, you want to tell them everything. So you're, you're asking to narrow down to one. And I think um, if there's one thing that I do tell my kids currently, is that kindness changes everything, right? Kindness changes everything. And um, it's, again, it's a simplistic statement, but its impact is huge. Mm -hmm. And I give them an example where I say to them, like, when you go to No Frills and you are at the cashier 
that cashier does not need to be your friend. You don't need to be best friends with them, but you need to show kindness to them. You need to say hello, how are you? Yeah. There's small things that you can do that truly can change yeah. someone else's day. Yeah. The fact that you smile at someone is this act of kindness. And that person, for whatever path they're on, may have needed that in that moment. Yeah. Right? And um, like you said, being an educator, we know that kids can be kind, yeah. but somewhere along the line, they learn how to be cruel. Yes. Right? Yes. They learn it. I don't think it's something that comes to them naturally. They're, they learn it, but then they can also unlearn that and relearn kindness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's a really nice poster in my classroom that says, um, throw kindness like confetti. Uh, There's so much of it. Yeah, yeah. It's not something that you need to give a little bit or give just to the people that you know yeah. or just to the people that are your favorites. Yeah. Right? Throw it like confetti. Let's just rip it all apart. What do you think prevents people from doing that though? Like it's you're right. Like there is so much kindness in in a, in, a, in people, but yet something stops us from actually like executing on that. But why? Is it because there's a this concept of some people think is hey you're a kind person that's a weakness i hear that all the time like like kindness is not a weakness kindness is a tremendous strength i think it's twofold i think that's true that people think it's um a weakness of personality that needs to be changed we need to share more stories of people who are kind mm-hmm. and role models who are kind which is why right. Khadijah is here. Because that that's that's one thing. But I also think another is possibly is people think they don't have time to be kind, mm. right? I don't have time to hold the door when I'm at the mall oh. because I got to rush and do this. Yeah. What I always tell Zoya, you're not going to lose time. You you know, you want to buy people gifts, you want to make people cards. Those are all great things, but your time is the greatest thing you can offer people. My father told me this the moment Jordan was born. He said, time is the currency of love. Time, just like he said, I, we could buy our kids whatever we want to buy them. They don't understand the struggle, right? Even of our parents and stuff. They'll just never understand that. But it's the time. And it's the biggest regret I hear from a lot of people is the time. You cannot get that time back. People are like, you, for me, they're like, you're crazy. You left teaching, pension, everything at 40? Like, you crazy? And I'm like, maybe... <laughs> yeah, you're one. You're like, well, that's insane. Like, are you? You were like, are you serious? You did that? I'm like, but you know me, right? Like, the moment I told you why, so I have more time and flexibility with my kids, makes complete sense. Everyone's like, we know Steve. Okay, well, yeah, that's him. That's him. That that that's that's the push for me. That's the motivator for me. I want that time. And then you know, yesterday I was on a field trip with her her grade one. The, How the, is that? Like I was over the moon giddy. It was I, I don't think I've been ever so like so excited in my life. <laughs> Other, like Daddy, can the, you <laughs> the look on her but you know what? The look on her face, the look on her face when she saw me and it was enough two other parents, she was proud. She was proud. She looked at me and was like, That's my dad. And my dad is on the field trip with me. We sat on the bus together. And speaking of kindness, at the very end, I, I didn't say anything to her. She went to the zoo. Um, leader who was kind of showing us around and she went up to her and she's like Fern thank you so much I had a great day today the only kid to do that and I celebrated the crap out of that I'm like we're going for ice cream that was amazing because that's it those things right we have to heavily reward people for just doing that 
Like it's not an afterthought. It's a very conscious decision to be like, you know what? I'm going to do this. It feels right. And we need to celebrate that. And I think that's part of it. Maybe we just don't celebrate kindness. Right. And like when I was thinking about this podcast, I'm like, what could it be? Real estate? Eh, I don't know. I don't know. It, being great, being kind, celebrating people who have struggled, who have like risen from that. And they're just genuinely kind, amazing people. Right. Which is you. Thank you. And I love it. And I love you, sis. I love you too. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please stay tuned for part two next week. As always, be great, be kind, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.